0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I would like to welcome you, kind human, to the Nerdist podcast number 147. It has been recorded. The Nerdist television show for BBC America has been taped. It's going to be airing December 24th. That would be Christmas Eve, uh, just in case you don't know stuff. And that's going to be at 9, 8 central on BBC America. Amazing show. I can't even wrap my feeble brain around the people we were able to get on the show. It's, of course, Matt, Jonah, Mike Furman, uh, Kamel Nanjiani, and Will Wheaton, Nathan Fillion, Simon Pegg, and finally, David Tennant! (laughs) I can't even even have the words so uh, please watch that I think if you listen to this podcast, there are there's going to be at least five things relevant to your interests on that show, and it's an hour long, so you get an hour with us on Christmas Eve, but it was an incredible amount of fun to shoot, and uh, and we hope you like it, and we've got more Nerdist TV specials on the way. We'll also be coming to your town, well, maybe not your town, but a town in your region. We have a bunch of live dates coming up, so go to Nerdist.com and check those out. The most recent one we announced was January 28th at the Regency Theater as part of SF Sketchfest up in San Francisco, so check that out. also like to thank GoToMyPC for being a returning sponsor of the Nerdist Podcast. The iPad has been an amazing invention, but functionality cannot replace your office computer unless you have GoToMyPC app for the iPad. GoToMyPC is the missing link to convert your iPad into your computer. You can access your entire home or office PC right from your iPad. It gives you the best of both worlds. More freedom, more power, sets up in minutes. No IT help is required. You don't need someone snarking at you because you don't know how to set up a machine. It's all right in the palm of your hand. Go to My PC for iPad. It's free. Go to download the free app in the App Store. Then visit GoToMyPC.com and click the Try It Free button and then enter the promo code NERDIST. Okay, then we the podcast episode number 147. I love these crossovers because uh, I love all the comics who are off doing amazing things on their own podcast. And this episode is long overdue. And so I'm making a public apology, which I will probably make again on the podcast to him. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen him at clubs and colleges. Jimmy Pardo! Oh, you guys can't see it, but the waveform on that... Sound editing makes me horny.
1: Now entering nerdist.com.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I thought I saw one when I walked past. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Par do. Par do. Jimmy
2: Jimmy. Par do. Is that to uh, Thriller?
0: That's yeah, uh, Billie, Billie Jean. Billie Jean. Billie Jean. Yeah. yeah. Which, Michael. I was close. You were I, close. Yeah. Uh, get on the microphone. We've already started recording. Oh. What? Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. That can't be true. We like
2: to start without
0: Matt. <laughs> what? Do you really. Where did he? Where did Matt go? He went to go get Waters. Oh, he went to get Waters for one. How nice! Yeah, broke bad on me. Okay, you sound good. You look good. Thank you, brother. Thank Jim, you. we all look good. We're all good-looking men. Jimmy Pardo. It's a fucking
1: crime that I haven't had you on the show before. I, now I, I didn't know at what point I would get insulted, but I
3: can tell you we passed it. <laughs> I, I, it was at some point. Oh, look who showed up without water. There's no water again. In the in the in the, the <laughs> dress rooms are locked.
1: You know what I did notice in that refrigerator that you told me to look and yeah. see if there were donuts. No donuts, but there's sodas in there. Oh. Do you guys want
0: to? Do you guys want to talk to our guests for a second? And I will go get waters.
3: Well, how do you? How are you going to do that?
0: Well, Chris I, I have access oh, to true. the key, Chris Never mind. which I will open the makeup room door. He's Chris Hardwick. Mm. Yeah, I That forgot. only means kind of something in, in this, this 1,500 square feet. Hey, and parts of do.
2: Comic-Con. Parts of Comic-Con, that means something, too.
0: Yeah. But, the, yeah, in San Diego, there are a couple of aisles I can walk down <laughs> where... Hang on a sec. i I'm going to get water. I
1: can't imagine mm. this is a good call, leaving me with these two. Good I work, can't imagine oh,
0: this is going to go well. Jenny, come show, on. I can't... Oh, on. because you know <laughs> you're never going to have
1: that Oh, never. So. No, no, no. There's no question. There's. I've got my list together, and these two don't make it. Uh, well, Jonah's got a good shot. Matt, I'm not going to lie to you. Guy from backroom at Apple, not going to make the cut. I don't work there anymore. Right, but you once did, and I no. swore to God I would never have a guy on that worked in the back room at Apple. Fair That's enough. true. That's nope. a true statement. I worked yeah. upstairs. Now.
2: He actually did a background check on me just to make sure I never did. You did. Uh, uh, yeah. I
1: found other reasons not to have you on,
2: apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it just wasn't that one. <laughs> but uh, uh, Happy alcoholic? Which one?
1: Uh no you uh, uh boy look at, <laughs> look at my improv skills look at my look at my ability to riff <laughs> I'm uncomfortable that I'm standing up and still shorter than you guys sitting I'm He's standing not sitting. I'm standing why well, apologize I'm standing thought you were sitting as well I could uh I could no you I want you to be comfortable this is your uh, I don't know and
3: get a chair I gonna, might gonna, you, I
2: might not even be able to stick around for the whole time why because I got I got to start because uh, I
1: started because like, I uh, arrived late
2: I got to start setting up the meltdown show tonight.
1: Oh, Over at the. Uh, you don't really have to set it up. No, I got to be there because
2: we're doing we're doing stuff there tonight. Yeah. What are you doing? So uh, just putting on a sh- comedy show. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also hey. have a list, Jimmy. Hey, short chair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, uh, I'm I'm happy to do that show whenever you want me. Really? Yeah.
2: I just never wanted to, uh, like, uh, you know, I, I feel always feel weird asking because it's, it it's like, even though the shows are great, I always feel like it's like I'm asking a, like a favor. It's like, hey, if you'd have time. Um, but that's why, that's the main reason we, we started putting waters. it on. A, thank, you, thank, Chris. You, Chris. thank you, Chris. It's the main reason we started doing it on Wednesdays on. So, so we can have our friends that are normally on the road. Yeah, you know, right. Uh, be able to do it. Well, I'd be more than happy to do it. I'm, I'm, I, I'm no longer boycotting doing local shows, so I'm in. Yeah, because I think I remember when I started it, I were, was. You uh, were trying to, you were just trying to be very selective, like Paul F does the same thing where he only does like you know his show. Yes. And I think what, this is a, a good way to go about things. You know? uh, that, that, yeah. What
0: but are you guys I, talking about? The I, internet.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, we're talking, talking about the little, internet. You
2: know, you know, Jimmy always
0: talking, about the, talking about the internet. Guys, I'll tell you what, Jimmy, be, you can learn anything. Anything you want to know.
1: I did learn something last night. I did look something up about uh, does uh, leaving a a light on in in a child's room uh, affect their growth? And the answer is yes. What? What? The melatonin does not uh, kick in. They don't get enough sleep. And then they... Don't know what, so they're cranky, and then they don't know uh, how long they've been around.
3: I left the light on
1: constantly. Yes, and look at how you turned out.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah I, could leave, I could leave, I could leave, and everything would be just the same. You yeah, just are We'll this just continue true. to make fun of uh, Matt. <laughs> and I, would, I have no place the here. Dynamic.
1: Um, I listen. I, I apologize. <laughs> I am a guest in your house. I, I should not have said that. But uh, you should now live in a world of darkness. <laughs> no, I mean
3: <laughs> <laughs> turn well, out all the lights. What happened was I watched Gremlins when I was a little too young. So I kept the light on. Yes, the family comedy movie, Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well,
2: Derek, gather the family
3: around. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I left the light on, so Mogwais wouldn't turn into Gremlins. Mm. And I did that until I was 13. Mogwai, um, too much responsibility. Exactly what I'm saying. Jimmy, need help? Jimmy, those are broken, and you're never going to get it to where you want oh, it. Right? microphone. I know you have a much
0: more professional setup on your that, show. Than a radio station? <laughs> <laughs> sure we do. Sure. I just Actually, I was
1: talking to Pat Francis, friend of the show, third chair. He uh, hosts the podcast Rock Solid. on my way in, and I said, I'm doing with the Nerdist tonight. And he said, where are they at? I go, a radio station. Where do you think they do it? <laughs> where do you think the Nerdist is going to do their podcast from? <laughs> uh. Of course it's from a radio station.
0: Well, we're you know we are we're, we're almost done with our little studio at Meltdown. I just did Ricky Lindholm's show, and then we actually you did, did it at there. meltdown. Yeah,
2: mm. is it all soundproofed up already? It's all soundproofed up. Yeah, but there I've seen pictures of uh, your show. Everyone's so casual. Nice. It looks like nice seats.
1: Uh, we have casual seating in there, uh,
2: yeah. seating for four. Of course,
1: if you turn a stool upside down, that's a joke from a guy on in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> uh, he used to a guy in the south side of Chicago used to. There's a you know the north side's considered to be where your homosexuals will hang out in Chicago. All the homosexuals? Uh, Most of them are up in that area. There's very few on the south side because that's where the guys hang out. Guys. Yeah. So uh, he. That, would, that, that's uh, that's the repressed homosexuals. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I will tell you something about those bears. Those outfits, the uniforms, look great this year. Hey, but what about the queers up? North Don, they like those Broadway shows.
0: Hey, you don't think uh, they probably like uh, my dick in your hand a lot more uh, than I do right oh, now. Hey, you know what? You're right. You no know one likes a dick in a dick. Hey, uh, hey, what am I? Some kind of uh,
1: Second City sketch over here. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> so this guy used to uh, turn a uh, on the south side. He used to turn a stool upside down and go, hey, take a look at that. It's four on the north side. Wow. Because wow.
0: yeah, they put it up the rest, of course. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Blaine Capach said once, local jokes get you local work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, that's a good call. Well, this guy owned the
1: club, in fairness. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and he's a good man. I actually feel bad yeah. crapping on him.
2: And also, Blaine Capach, coming from the guy who has a joke about the dash bust going down Franklin. Dash bus. <laughs> dash <Deathless. laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I
0: that's love it. Never... Uh, James, you are one of the... Um, uh, front the the forefathers and front runners of comedy podcasters okay i feel like it was you know the you know years ago ricky i mean i know there were others so you don't guys please the i don't want the audience emailing me like well mm. dave butterworth did it in 2004 <laughs> I get it. Oh, the butter, the pe- buttercast. cast. Yeah, the butter cast. Yeah, was the good. Butter oh, cast. Really yeah. good. You don't think yeah. it was just the butt cast? You don't mm. think it was that? No, no, no. no
2: but that's what I, that was what everyone referred to it as. Mm. It's it was
0: butter true. worth it. He would say. Ah, <laughs> I hated that guy. I don't like. He him. doesn't exist. Mm. But uh, but but after you know when, when you started around two thousand seven maybe two thousand six two thousand six uh, April of two thousand six. We what I like to say uh, because
1: I know there were podcasts before us, but I would like to say we. are I think other than Ricky Gervais, I'm the first professional comedian to do a podcast. I know there were other comedy ones out there. I'm not going to deny anybody. But I think I was the first, like, with any sort of other recognition working other than Gervais
0: to have a podcast. I no, think. You don't seem nerdy or tech-savvy, so why, why, how come you decided to, like, I'm going to jump into this? I partnered world. up with Matt Belknap, who's nerdy and tech-savvy. Yeah. Without a doubt. Matt Belknap. Yeah. For most of the people who don't know, Matt Belknap, who was on uh, Jimmy's show and, and produced the show, really, for a long time, does he still produce the show?
1: Yeah, he still produces it, but you know, he's more of a of a co-host sidekick at this point. Right. He's so funny. So Matt yeah. started this... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think, he, I think he's brilliantly funny, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, Matt's
2: on any
0: podcast the story of matt belknap is really interesting matt he brought year, he brought the technology to the comedy scene he really did years ago matt start matt was a huge um uh, tenacious d fan started a uh, started a website um called uh, a special dot com which mainly was a message board which right around the time for tenacious D fans originally for tenacious D fans originally yeah, right. and then right around 2003 maybe 2002 2003 it was
2: shortly after Ackerman uh, the, started the, comedy the death Bar show, ray yeah at Mbar, yeah
0: and so the shows were pretty popular right out of the gate because there wasn't really a good big show. Like, the Largo show, the Monday Night Largo show had sort of died down a little bit.
1: Kind of dipped, and then this was on Tuesday night, and, and, and like, it was a new place to go.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: it somehow got uh, anointed as the hipster, the hip comedy place. Well,
0: Ackerman and Porter wrote for Mr. Show, right. and so they, they and they were comics in their own right and funny and new. They just got a lot of, you know, like, in the first shows, it was, like, you know, Dave Cross and... Yeah. and uh, were you on the first show? Ye- I wasn't on the very first show. I was I on you were. I thought you and me
1: and Danielle, my beautiful wife Danielle well, maybe Koenig. We were.
0: I, I, think we I were. thought it was
1: you, me, Danielle Koenig and boy, two other people I don't remember. I, I could be wrong, but, but I swear to God, I thought you were on it. If to be I honest, wasn't that was, that was
2: like a lot of the show early, like in the early days of that show. Like that could have been any lineup, like in right. the first couple months or couple weeks. It, it, was, was, it was, was, was
0: really was solid. Of- it was really solid, and so it was yeah. all you yes. know, like it really was a magnet for the comedy nerds in in Los Angeles. And so, uh, so Matt Belknap. Uh, with the screen name, with the the message board name, I S O S in search of in search of Sasquatch, mm-hmm. which yeah. was a Tenacious That's D song, um, started cataloging and and reviewing these shows. Yes, and the comics took notice because we're narcissistic and like to read about ourselves. It was crazy. It was crazy, <laughs> but Matt had this job where he was doing um he was doing script breakdowns. Right. So he worked as a he worked for some a uh, producer or a student or something and he would basically do script coverage. And so he would do these really detailed accounts of the shows and what bits were done and how they were received. And they were pretty pretty good. They were actually beautifully written. Yeah, yeah, no, they were. But the good. comics started getting aggro about it. It's like, oh fuck! Now I'm afraid to try new stuff because they're cataloging all the bits. Well, and they're I, cataloging
1: um, and reviewing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so reviewing, it's like, yeah.
0: Well, then, then Chris Harvey tried this bit that didn't go over so well.
1: Well, go fuck yourself! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and also, the crazy part about it too is that it wasn't like it was. You know, it's, no one knew who the guy was. We're seeing it right. now. Like it's like, oh, this guy Matt came around, and he, it's like everyone would be like, I think that guy's Sasquatch that might be him. That I think that's that's, yeah. that's the guy. No one knew
0: who it was, so there was this weird mystery element. And then after a little while. Um, Furman and I contacted him just because we kind of wanted to know who he was and kind of figure out if there was a way to work with the site a little bit more and help build it out and so we met him, and he was just a really sweet, kind of normal nerdy guy nice and guy yeah funny and you know and but but that message board ruled. The comedy, the old comedy scene, yeah. yeah. For a long time, Kindler became,
2: I think, the most obsessed with
0: it.
1: Well, because it was it was crazy. Like,
0: because all of a
1: sudden people were going there, and it's like you wanted to see the review of the show from the night before. How did
2: How did Sasquatch think I did? Yeah, I sure hope he thought I had a good set. Oh, I remember being so disappointed by like it's like he was reviewing every show, and then I guess he didn't go to the first time I was on since he had started reviewing. And he just so there was no review, and I remember just being in I was like, "What? Oh, wow, And then Why other people one? started
0: reviewing shows, and then and then of course, you know, a message board is basically a, a feeding ground for a troll. So then a couple of comedy snob trolls came on, and you could never—it's even though you know how trolls work, it was impossible to not get sucked in. Yes, and so it was. You know, like, I, I stopped going on the board after a while because I'm like, well, I don't have the ability to pull myself out of it enough to go, well, that I don't know anything mm-hmm. about that person. He might be crazy. I still, you know. Yeah. So I I, I, so I, became less involved because I felt like I started writing more for that fucking board. No yeah. question. Yeah.
1: No question. You know, my friend Mike Schmidt likes to say that, uh, you know, it's fighting with ghosts. Like, when, you, when somebody <laughs> says something on the Internet and you respond to them, you're, 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 you're punching air. You yeah. <laughs> they, they're they're going to win every time. Absolutely. Because they're, go- they're not going to stop writing. Writing.
2: Yeah, you're there. swinging your sword going, where are you? Yeah. Show
0: yourself! Show yourself! <laughs> And they're just giggling in the wallpaper yes. and, and looking through the little painting eyes as you walk by <laughs> with hipster glasses on. So that that's where Matt Belknap came from, and yes. then Matt uh, started uh, Special Thing Records and started producing a bunch. I mean, like Matt Matt had the right mindset to look at this scene and say this is a thing, and I want to catalog this thing, and yes. that's that's what he started doing, and yeah. he's made a business out of it. And put, so, out, put out my record, yeah, yeah. And how did
1: he get involved with you? He was coming to uh, you know I I started doing my talk show, running your trap at the M Bar as part mm-hmm. of Comedy Death Ray. And then when the UCB opened, I started doing my show over there, and Matt and his wife were like, you know, they were fans, and they would come out, and they would support that show more than anybody. And um, then he started AST Radio, so he kind of was doing a podcast prior, when, That's but right, kind, of a, kind that, yeah. of a Charlie Rose... Yeah. You know, let's talk seriously about comedy, which I thought was terrific. He's yeah. got that
2: voice too. That yeah. Perfect, Charlie Rose. Oh, deep deep voice!
0: Oh, and he was doing. He was. He experimented with Birth of a Joke. Did you ever do Birth of a Joke? I didn't, but I saw yours. I and, did one. Um, yeah, some other young lady who I don't
1: know if she's even doing comedy anymore. I forget her name. Uh, I don't remember who else did it. Is it Dr. Sanjay Gupta?
0: It was Dr. <laughs> Sanjay. No, I think it was. Um, He's still doing comedy. I
1: think it's going to be so offensive. It, it was, was, Toni Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> it was <not> Tony Morrison. Was that Tony Morrison? But what happened was, Matt, I did. I went on his show as a guest um to talk about comedy and when it was over he said you know what why don't we just convert running your trap the talk show into a podcast you're better at being a host than i am why don't we have it where i produce it you do this and i was like well i was between television jobs at that time Mm. and i went funny money okay funny money was off amc was off um looking you know waiting around auditioning you know uh, bouncing around hoping for other gigs doing a zillion pilots nothing getting picked up and he's like you know we'll do it once a week I'll come to your house I'll set up the equipment and we did the first one and we I always compared it to we you know we were when we got on iTunes we were battling people that were basically talking into the microphones on their computer in their basement and we had a professional equipment a mixing board microphones and I wanted it to sound like a radio show so we were competing against amateurs, you know, and doing a professional show. So the people at iTunes took a, a liking to us because, oh, my God, who's this guy? Who's Who right. cares? And people were like, oh, I can listen to this on my way to work. And I don't have to listen to morning radio. This isn't like other podcasts. And so we became popular right away. Like we had this really neat cult audience that uh, grew and then plateaued. But the point <laughs> is
0: this. <laughs> we... <laughs>
1: oh. And we did that to ourselves by charging
0: money, but uh, you
1: know I, I, I'm thrilled. So go ahead.
0: Question. No, it's go good ahead. though. You you have the you have the um, the freemium model, which is like you get a half hour free show. Half
1: hour, twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm not giving away the whole farm <laughs> <laughs> Half hour. God, who's crazy enough to give away that kind yeah. of time? You just have the
2: time. Some kind ten of ten extra minutes.
0: Um, twenty three tops. You know what? Sometimes it sneaks in at twenty three. <laughs> um, but, and then after that, yeah. people pay a subscription of, like, the full of like $5 out. a month, right? To get the... Uh, uh, you know what? It's 20, it's 20 bucks for the season. dollars for 26 episodes. Yeah. That's a great deal. Yes, it is. 77 cents a week. That's really good. And because I, I don't know many other sh- shows. Actually, there aren't really anything I can think of. Mm. I mean, This American Life does their sort of archived thing where they archive the shows and you can buy those. But no one else has really had a successful run with, oh, the subscription, with subscription model. model. It's probably because you did it pretty early on. I did it, I, I, and I, I poor Kevin Pollock like took a bath oh, when he tried it, no, and, and no. I felt he tried so bad it at for the him.
1: wrong time. I did it at the exact right window. I did it like where podcasting still wasn't the boom hadn't happened yet, and so like there was this little window where I thought about quitting. Like this seems like I'm doing cable access. Why am I doing this? Who's listening to this? Yeah. You know, yes, I have my core group of fans, which I love, and I love doing the show for them. But it, it, I, I kind of felt like a loser. You know, like, I'm still just this guy talking at my dining room table. You know, why am I doing this? So I said to Matt, you know, let's uh, let's try charging. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see if we can, you know, get the, you know, not, not, not get them to pay for it, but we're putting out a professional show. I'm getting great guests. Um, let's try charging. And if they don't, we'll quit. Mm-hmm. And they did. They paid. And they, they've, you know, that core group has continued to pay. And we build, you know, the, the pay of people have, uh, has built slowly, but that core cult little niche audience is there, mm-hmm. um, and then the boom happened. But I think if I would have <laughs> had, if I would have tried charging even a month later, I don't think it would have happened. Right. I think I did it in the exact right second of podcasting. Yeah, I
3: remember that very vividly when... Oh, everybody
1: said. And everybody said, you're going to fail!
3: <laughs> uh, I bought it.
1: Nobody, nobody's going to pay for a pod. You're going to fail. You you guys are going to be losers. You, and it's like, well, we proved him wrong. Well, what do you, what been, do you like, know about podcasting? podcasting. Moment, yeah.
0: Nothing yet. It hasn't been around long enough, but you're gonna <laughs> you're fail. You're gonna fail at it. But that
2: must be such a great, that must have been one, that, like, a highlight of, like, the whole, you know, process. Yes. Of, like, just that validation of that, like, straight-up validation of you as a, you know, an, a comedic output. Just yeah. like, These people are just, are dedicated. They're
1: paying to hear me. Yeah. I, 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 there's uh, Christ, there's nothing more flattering than that. Yeah, you know
2: that's I mean? gotta be such, like, the greatest feeling. when Because it's, like, such a risk, too. And you took it, and then it worked out. And it, and that's,
0: it, but the show's so much fun, and I've done the show show several times and, and it's fun to have and, you, you and, you do, and you do the all night marathons yes. every once in a which while you've been a part of as well which are great and um but all the shows that you do are really fun to you know like not only running your trap but uh, but the match game shows oh, were, were some were... of the most Ugh. fun shows at UCB yes. that I ever was able to to do actually do we ever do them at Largo no, no, no just, no, just UCB. No, it was UCB. We did them at SF Sketchfest. That's where we did them at SF Sketch Fest. Did, did Sketch Sketch Fest, Fest, yeah. ended up
3: in uh, Vancouver. I used to go to every match game. The
1: match games were. There was something special about those shows true. that the audience was so into it. The comics were into it. You were on. Uh, in fact, I put together. I remember the the, the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were shutting us down. Oh, I have pictures of that. They were
0: shutting yeah. us down, Matt. Which was a crazy story that are you allowed to talk about what happened? Sure, what do you want to? That uh that TBS decided they wanted to do Match Game as a TV show. Um and then didn't hire you but sort of kind of made it
1: I mean, they didn't. Did they tell you couldn't do the show anymore? Oh yeah, to, oh, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 the next step was lawsuit. Not TBS, uh, the production company. Okay. They said, uh, you know, because then we tried to do it up. We did up in the Sketchfest with a different name, right? Game, game show, uh, game, game show explosion. explosion.
0: And they oh, said, yeah. uh, they go, yeah, we, uh, we know what you're doing up there. Uh, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> but did you fire back with, uh, so how's that match game pilot, you guys? Yeah, what, what happened? You gonna,
1: I, did, I you know, I, you can, there's no point. I just shut shut it down, and we did our farewell at the end. You know what? I thought that had run its course as well. I think it was— It ran for a while. And it was lines wrapped around the block, and people were thrilled to be there. But, you know, it was a lot of—it was a hassle. I mean, it it sounds like such petty nonsense, but it was a hassle to book the the panels. Um, And then I had to watch Match Game and get the
3: questions. And so, like, I was doing all this work. That was the first live thing I went to in California. Like, I moved here— and then two days later, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not having left the house. I got to go do something. Oh, is that and, right? Yeah. And then I went on uh, the UCB's website and uh, I saw this. And I was like, oh, all right, I could do this. And
1: have we been doing it a while? Were you at our very first one? No,
3: I was, it, was, uh, it was February 2007.
0: I don't remember when we started,
3: nor do I remember when we ended. It was a lot.
0: Of <laughs> it was um, a lot of work to build that extra long microphone, which was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> eventually, I bought one. You know, it,
1: um, but our final one was. Uh, I, you know, I picked the panel that I wanted, the people that I thought were the best at the game and that had fun with the game, and it was you and my beautiful wife Danielle, mm-hmm. uh, Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, Matt Walsh, and Andy Daly. Uh-huh. No, wrong. Andy Daly was, was it not ham? there. No, he was not because Richter. He went no. no Wasn't no, Andy Richter? No. Who was? That? Oh, Paul Gilmartin. Paul Gilmartin. Yeah. Paul Gilmartin. Uh I wanted to go. I wanted to do the last one with a bunch of friends, and it was. It was. You know, there was a lot of melancholy in the air. There was. You know, everybody was. You know, uh, sad. It was a little maudlin when it ended. The last yeah. old you man. Uh, old man Peabody. Old man Periwinkle. Old man Periwinkle. Oh, the last one. It man. was. Uh, so uh,
3: sad.
1: Uh, you know, I miss doing it. I do miss doing that show, and I wish TBS and and the, at that production company would have hired me, but they you know they hired Andy Daly to do the pilot. And uh you Which know, was weird for you. He was weird. He's my friend. Yeah. And uh, you know, he you know, we're all we all want jobs. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, he uh you know, I, I know it I I know it was weird for everybody involved. Yeah. Well, o- for o- me. Only
0: from the and, and Andy is one of my Andy's one of my favorite uh comedy actors. I've never seen him really host anything, so that's why it was sort of a weird, like, oh that's interesting, because he does he does the most amazing improv and sketch character work yes. of anyone you've ever and I encourage people to go out and buy Nine Sweaters, which is his yeah. stand-up album, or
2: just check out even the just the track on the CDR album is yeah. one of my all-time. Like I put that on yeah. mixes all the time.
0: Yeah. I well, wonder is this guy over yeah. here? Yeah. He got uh, some guy going, "Hey, it, what's going on?" I didn't sign up for that. Uh, and so this? just to hear that he was hosting a show was like, "Oh wow, I didn't know he," you know. But that's that was for what, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I would have been really happy for him had I not
1: been up for it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It hurt when I didn't get that job. Is <laughs> that weird?
0: Because I feel like. You know, you know. There's a pool of us who would always see each other at mm-hmm. host auditions. I would always see you at host auditions, yes. and and maybe a handful of other a handful of other people. And you know, I don't know. Does that? I never really, I never really felt competitive in that way. But I wasn't really. I wasn't close to any of those shows the way that you were close. I to I wasn't. Match you game. know what? It
1: wasn't.
0: Competitive is not the right word in this case. I. I've, Match game was like this dream
1: since I was eight mm-hmm. to host Match Game and um, and then to be doing it live and to build up this audience and to have people coming out to see the Match Game with Jimmy Pardo and then to have them hey we're doing a pilot and uh, you're one of the three people we want to host it holy shit it, really when I was eight if you would have told me that I would I mean, that's crazy talk and so to get that close and then have a friend get it I mean it, you know it hurts. I mean, that's the only way to put it. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't hurt that Andy got it. I was happy that somebody I knew got it. You needed um,
0: Peter LaSalle in your corner like he was for Letterman when Letterman <laughs> didn't get the Tonight Show. Yeah. yeah. I needed somebody. You could have had your own You No, what I needed.
1: Daily not to audition. That's <laughs> what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I needed Daily not to be involved in that. And it was weird. You know, we saw each other at the thing, and, you know, he called me that morning, and I, maybe I'm talking too much behind the curtain, but, you know, he was like, this is weird. I think it's weird that I'm going in. He's such a sweet guy, too. Yeah. And we're friends. Our, our yeah. kids are friends. Um we watched Super Friends. I mean Friends are a <laughs> Um so I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean it's so many years ago now, but uh you know, I don't remember any of the details. I do know that I wished
0: him death. Right. But other than that, once you got over <laughs> there. No, I mean, you know, but that that show with that, that show was so much fun, and I, I always had a great time doing it. And uh but uh, but you've done a bunch of other stuff as well. I mean, you've done a million you know, you're one of those guys that's always trying things and pitching shows and trying different shows at the live space and mm-hmm. really kind of using Using the theater, like the UCB theater, as a place to experiment with new kinds of things. I was told
1: that's what it was for. And I, you know, I, it was like when, you know, I started in Chicago with, with uh, Matt Walsh and Matt Besser. Mm-hmm. And we would do open mics at a place called the Roxy together. And, um, you know, we were all doing stand up. And then, you know, unbeknownst to me, I moved out here. They moved out. They went to New York and got famous and bought theaters. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and then they came to LA and uh, Besser called me up and said, hey, we're opening up a theater. Uh, you know, at the UCB, and we want you to do shows there. You know, and just use it as your playground. You know, th- you know anything that you want to develop. You know, and so when they first opened, it was before like this whole UCB crowd from New York yeah. came in, and so I was doing three shows a month there. I yeah, was doing I there was all yeah. kinds of
2: crazy shows going yeah. on in the early times. Yeah, it it yeah. was great, and, yeah. and, it, and it
1: was like you could fail. You know, you know, try this. And so I tried the talk show, which you know, nothing. I, I, I I'm not patting myself on the back. Nothing I ever did failed. It's just you know. It's eventually. It's like well, we're doing a talk show. Who cares? You know. Uh, you I know. still
3: love the intro video to the talk show to running your trap when you're wheeling the chair. Around Pushing the, the chair studios. to networks and nobody wants me. So then I run it to
1: the <laughs> end. Yeah, the UCB. The, these these losers will take me. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I like you know. I, I'm grateful to those guys and uh, yeah. I'm always uh, trying you know new game shows and stuff. But what am I doing over there now? Now yeah, my game show that you've done. Have you? Yeah. Th-
0: it's, it's Have you a, done running your trap the game show? Yeah, but I haven't done it in in a long time. Damn right! I'm trying to keep <laughs> you away from it. Not comfortable with you being there. Yep. Yeah, I, you're right. You're you're right. You're right. You're right. But um, but it's interesting to watch. I mean, like you're definitely you were definitely an inspiration behind why I wanted to start a podcast. Mm, thank you. Uh, because you know, for the longest time, I kept it, it, it's just I had put it off for so long because I thought, oh, I don't know what to do with a podcast. It's got to be uh, you know. It's got to be like a f- sketch show or it's got to be a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and then I realized like, wait, Jimmy just talks to people. You can just talk to people. Sure.
3: Or you can talk for three hours about politics. That works. <laughs>
0: <'Cause>, <laughs> really? What about, what about pop? That was the one that he, that was the one that he produced. Oh, <laughs> he, he, I'm playing dumb. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Um, and so really, you know, but you were really on the forefront there and it's, it's whose fucking phone is that? It's Matt Myers. Matt, Playoffs. Playoffs. you know how silent works? I'm it's sorry. literally I'm a sorry. switch. he knows nothing about Apple Apple products what is this? I don't understand (coughs) what was that? why would
3: you throw your phone? (laughs) don't worry about
2: it remember those visual gags don't work too well
1: I'm, I'm always a fan of the guy that does something dumb and then to cover it, don't worry about it. Makes it worse. <laughs> I don't, want to oh,
2: it. don't
1: worry about it. I just start sh- hitting I'm it with stupid. a hammer. I'm gung, stupid. Gung, gung, gung.
2: Gung, gung. I like the guy that like uh, is so cool but he dropped something and doesn't want to bother picking it up because <laughs> picking things up that you dropped isn't cool at all. That's a
0: sign of weakness. Yeah, show yeah, up. Just, so, that is a sign of weakness. Fucking, yeah, fucking I don't need mess. that thing anymore. Yeah, exactly. I had it in my hand and now I don't. Yeah. And I don't care. I saw a guy drop five
2: bucks but he saw it and he stopped and he could totally tell what it was but then just...
0: Just
1: right wow! Can't even be yeah. bothered. I was um, at an audition. This is. This minimum, uh, it's got to be twelve years ago when pagers were still kind of like actors were just getting pagers, right? And so I was like one of the first guys in my group to get a pager. Jimmy, you got that Tyson front.
0: chicken audition? That was it, like buzz, buzz. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> oh, so important show
1: business is buzzing on my belt. Show business um, is buzzing. <laughs> so I had this, uh, you know, you had that little holster for the for the pager. Yep. And uh, I was with Todd Glass, our, our mutual friend Todd Glass, and they was at an audition that was on the second floor, but they had a balcony. So I was doing this bit about important show business buzzing me, and I'm going to, oh, hang on, I'm getting a buzz. And uh, I pulled it out, and it flew out of my hand, and in (laughs) slow motion, I watched it spin to the ground and shatter into three million
0: pieces. And it was like, really, was that worth the bit? Comedy accidents, no, comedy (laughs) accidents always hurt 30% more. Because they didn't have to. They, didn't, did have to they didn't have yeah. to happen. It was all for vanity. It's right. a it's a vanity accident. Yeah, that's what I hate about Pratt
2: Falls. That where you actually get get hurt. Right, you go. Ah,
0: well, oh, it's like no. it's like wrecking yeah. your car because you're trying to put on lipstick. Is like you didn't need to do that right then. And also, right. why am I wearing lipstick in the car, Jonah? I don't. Why know. am I wearing lipstick Got at all? Audition. I just
2: want to be pretty. Sometimes people, it's soothing. It's soothing to people to put that on. <laughs> oh, it is yeah, it is. It's
1: like, I would recommend
2: using just a lip balm.
0: You think so? I don't like anything thing. on my lips. Well, if you're gonna go lipstick, go clear. I don't like the though. I don't like the feeling of it. You're the I guy that started this
1: premise. You can't deny it now.
0: Damn it. I don't understand how improv works. A second ago you're putting on lipstick.
1: I suggest you go to a bomb. Now your answer is I don't do it at all. No, I'm not. Blackout. <laughs> Was that
0: good? <laughs> Black scene. Perfect. I'm really good. Did you at that. ever do Sketch and Improv room? What are you asking me? I'm asking <laughs> you if you ever did Sketch and Improv. Oh, it's a direct question? Yeah, uh, I'm in Chicago. The ca-
1: you know, I, I started in Second City. I did some uh, classes at Second City. Started. I didn't. Then I moved on. And yeah. Um, so no, <laughs> no. I did some classes, uh, but uh, I, I I watch. You know, I watch things like ASCAT, and I watched you know that uh, long form, and I wish I could jump in, and I. But I just know I would. I would one or two things would happen. I would jump in, and I would be as good as I think I hope I could be. Mm-hmm. That is that a sentence? Yeah. Uh, but I fear it would go completely the other way, and I would freeze up, and I would suck at it. So yeah. I just sit on the side and watch in awe.
2: Yeah.
0: It is pretty... It's a whole other muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole other muscle that's opposite the stand-up muscle. And it always feels a little weird. It's a cool a feeling,
2: weird. though. Uh, back when I was like, taking classes at UCB, when they first opened up, like doing a, doing a Herald, and when it works out, and where you get a good laugh line, and the show's over... It's a different feeling when you're coming off a stage with a few other people, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Wow, what? Let's all go grab a beer now." And then said so like doing really well, and then just you walk off stage as a comic, and you're just by yourself still. Well,
0: stand-up yeah. is very isolating. Are you are you are you doing a lot of touring still? Not I as know, much I know. as I used to, of course, you know, because you're
2: doing you work on Conan
1: my now, my
0: lucrative job
1: over at the Conan O'Brien program. <laughs> um, uh, I go on about one. Oh, heads up. I'm dying. Wow, I'm okay. Is that a heart attack or a burp? Uh, I I, I believe it was a heart attack.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm not a doctor. Well, you still seem okay. It's a cardiac episode. You think? Mm. I don't know. I'm not a doctor either, but I think your aorta might be punctured. Now, I'm just throwing that out there. No, I can't breathe.
1: (laughs) Uh, By the way, I choked on a chicken uh, turkey sandwich on my way home last night. It was my favorite bit of his. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Idiot. Uh, Idiot's a compliment. For people that don't know, idiot's a compliment. (laughs) When I call you an idiot, that means I'm happy. Um... I had a pull over. I choked. I, I was choking on, on my sandwich. And I had a pull over in my car last night and uh, <laughs> kind of give myself a Heimlich on my car door. It was oh, awful. Wow. What wow. the fuck? Right on Highland Avenue. Really? Wow.
0: Zero people helped. No. Why would they? <laughs> oh, he's the, causing traffic. International international just choke and get it over with.
1: <laughs> I'm like,
0: oh, I am I'm grabbing the like, door oh, and I'm trying to.
1: And then eventually it came up. So, like, people walking
2: by just think there's a guy trying to hump his car. Yeah,
1: they're
3: to my car. Let me ask you this Did you finish the sandwich?
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave i gave my esophagus about a 10 minute break and then went it, i going
2: Matt, Matt, no, to resent the sandwich for something you
0: did to yourself <laughs>
2: you're it's not, not, gonna, not the
0: sandwich's fault you're not I'm gonna sure take me a sandwich. sandwich you're not gonna fucking take you're not, me gonna, you're not bringing me down <laughs> why don't you choke on me sandwich <laughs> you fucking choke on me yeah, that's right dick I put sandwich, my dick right <laughs> <Fucking> sandwich. <laughs> what what happened what am i doing so you're not on the road as much anymore. And not as
1: much as anymore, but uh uh it you know, yeah, it was uh going back to what Jonah, it, it getting off stage, it was, man, it was crazy. it was lonely, it was horrible. And it that,
0: it, it know, can be hard after that second after the second show on Friday, yeah, I always get a little sad. Because you're you know, you're you're up there, you know, basically like, hey, look at me, and you're trying so hard to make people happy and mm-hmm. laugh. And and then and then sometimes every once in a while you just feel a little empty afterwards, like, ah. Oh, I got nothing left. Yeah.
2: yeah. Howard Kramer talks about that a lot now. Like, he, he's, he's like, you know, you go and you have a huge, great show. And then, like, you know, half hour later, you're just in your apartment.
0: Alone. <laughs> yeah, alone. In your hotel room or in a home. weird town yeah, that you exactly. don't know where to go. And, yeah. You know, especially if you don't drink. Like, you know, oh, that was it. Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Are you, you're open about that stuff, right? Yeah. Suffering? Again. So okay, so you were insp- you were an inspiration to me for podcasting. So okay. thank you for that. My and you blessing. were an inspiration to me with sobriety at the same time. Is that time? true? I did not know that Yes, part. it is. Because after I got sober, I did not uh gel with the the AA program. Right. And the and so, you know, a lot and and I don't disparage the AA program. I think AA works great for a lot of people. Uh, I just didn't vibe with it for whatever reason. I, I always would feel good and then I would go to a meeting (laughs) and then I felt bad afterwards. And I don't know why I would, I would just see people kind of, you know, talking about their low points and, and I would just kind of feel like, oh yeah, everything is, you know, and I just never, I never really left feeling good except for one time, you know, out of a handful, I never left really feeling good. And I thought there was something really wrong with me. Right. And I was talking to uh, Danielle, your wife, Mm -hmm. and she goes, uh, well, you know, Jimmy didn't really, you know, he didn't really jive with it either. And, you know, he just kind of did his own thing. And. And a light went off. I was like, holy fuck, you can do that? That's an option? It never occurred to me that that might be an option. Now, again, I don't want to get emails from people saying, like, dude, how could you shit on A? I'm not. I'm just saying, for me, it just wasn't the right solution.
1: I 100%. You and I have mutual friends where it has saved their life. Yes. So I'm not going to crap on A either. It just... Uh, the first meeting was wonderful for me, mm-hmm. and then everyone after that. I went for a month, yeah. And everyone after that was kind of what you said. It's like I felt bad about myself yeah. as I was. Uh, oh, I'm not, what?
3: That's one God. of these two phones.
1: <laughs> can you turn off all of your phones? <laughs> yeah. We are talking about something serious here. You
0: know, we're talking about sobriety. Oh, we're talking about a alcoholism and <laughs> wait, you know what's weird, you guys. I can just the I can...
1: Red Sox just scored. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man! See, <laughs> is I that what that I is? Know. Is that a Red
1: Sox update? Uh. <laughs> the rain delay. Are there in delay? We'll certainly get a kept abreast of that. Uh. Still raining. I don't know. I don't know why it has a theater voice. Your Ooh. phone.
0: We all miss Grandma. She was the good salt. To- <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Uh-huh. Yes, Sox! That boy? Yeah. That a boy, Ellsbury? I've seen that happen. Hey. Oh, I'm sure it is. So, but anyway, yeah. I mean, we've we've had a lot of friends in the program as well, and it's great for them. And but just for whatever reason, I didn't.
1: I didn't. I, I, and I do remember, like the, I got yelled at by a guy after my second meeting. He goes, "You're not taking this seriously." Like I showed up. What the hell else am I supposed to do? I yeah. mean, I'm here. I'm lost. I'm I'm drinking like an idiot. I'm yeah. I I I'm. Are you supposed to accept me? Yeah, isn't that yeah. the whole point? Is I, I came. That's the yeah. first yeah. step.
2: And also, why get angry at that? Because maybe you're having a hard time taking it seriously. But I was yeah. taking it seriously. I, yeah,
1: I, I I didn't say anything. What the f?
2: Like, why <laughs> did you, you talk like that the me? whole time? I
1: agree. I did a um, bit. I had a guy. <laughs> I was talking about him like No, when you got
2: No, when you got up for your share, were you trying out material? On people? I, I went up into some bits. <laughs> the other week. I was so drunk. Uh, <laughs> How drunk were you? Thank you,
0: folks. <laughs> Thank you. So like you got. I good was crowd. so drunk right. because
2: I had weird issues
0: with my right. dad, and uh, I cry a lot yeah. at night. So all right, gr- you guys have been great. Uh, I was oh, so drunk oh, boy, I'm here tonight. You're not joking oh. at <laughs> all? What?
2: I drove. <laughs> no, no. Last uh, last night I was so drunk that I'm here today.
0: Uh, I see. I'm getting the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay hey, guys, hey, come I on! Gotta Why can't we have fun? Uh, you're not taking it seriously. No. I had a. Uh, I I had a I had a guy. Uh, this guy was running one of the meetings that I went to. It was probably twenty. Two or something, but he was one of these kids who had just fucking already been through a lifetime. By yeah, 16 years old. Yeah. And so uh, he was chewing on a straw, I was sitting up behind the desk. And, you know, and I said in my share, I, which I thought, I, I mean, I was a little uncomfortable because it, it was very, uh, you know, they said the thing about God or the higher power or whatever. And I just said, yeah, you know, I don't really. I'm not really uh, that's kind of not really a construct that I have a relationship with or, or however I said it. Mm-hmm. And the guy was just like, "All right, man, whatever." Almost like, "All right, you know, you're going to fucking fail at this." <laughs> and I just sort of felt like, "Wow, judgy." Yeah, so I went yeah. to a different meeting thinking, "Well, I just didn't go to the right meeting." And that meeting was more depressing than the meeting mm. that I'd been to before. I've had friends that
2: uh, bailed on AA and even though they weren't into drugs, they found a better place at NA. For some reason, they uh, there was like the people there were. I've l- heard that, that as well. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. I don't know, well.
0: I, but I will say that you know, if anyone's listening to this and they they're sort of on the fence, I do think it is important to have some type of counseling, some type of guiding. If you're not going to do the program, I had a therapist that I really liked, so I didn't really feel like, well, I'm not doing anything. I I mean, I'm not. I'm not pretending that I figured everything out on my own. Mm-hmm. But you know, well, I, I did that too. I went. Th-
1: I, I I did like I did AA for a month, mm-hmm. and I really believe that it was helpful. Yeah. Uh, even in that month, it just wasn't for me. But I needed it for that month to instead of going to the bar or going wherever I'm going, right. I, I could go there. Right. And was
2: it social too? Like afterwards, you hang out. No, was, they're yeah. all smoking and filthy.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, I had to get I had to get away from that. But um, uh, but then I went uh, same deal. I, I would go once a week to a therapist, and yep. then you know basically. Uh, uh, share for an hour yep. with somebody, as opposed to you know, uh, eighteen people getting up in the hour. Yeah, and everyone was.
2: else is bullshit. Yeah, I don't need that nonsense.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> that was the other thing. My rock bottom was not. That was the other. Like, and I, I'm not putting aid. I, I I needed it for that month. Yeah, but I would hear these stories of people like they killed people. They, uh, they uh, lost they, family members. They lost family members. They, they drove yeah. cars ah, through Jimmy, windows. come
3: back to us when you've hit rock bottom. That, well, uh, my rock bottom was I called my girlfriend and
1: called her a whore on the telephone. Right. But it still <laughs> was enough for me where she said, if you keep doing that, I'm going to leave you. So that was enough Just for me to stop. Just like a whore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dirty. That's my wife now, sir. Wait a
1: minute, I'm sorry. You may have uh, misunderstood my point. I apologize.
2: Did you remember doing it, or was it a blackout moment? Oh, I remember doing it.
1: And Then I did blackout, and I smashed my head on a sink. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, that's a true statement. Wow. Oh my God! Also, oh, it was
2: while you were on the road. Oh yeah, I, uh, well, uh,
1: uh, uh, the, 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 I really only drank on the road, and, yeah, I, would yeah. get, and I would get uh, ha- I would drink till they told me to leave. Not in a negative, like like not you're, you've had enough. It would be we had a comedy club, we had a comedy club, yeah, and uh, they would all stay until four in the morning, and then they would go. We have to go home and live our lives, and then <laughs> so you comics have to go too. Oh, okay, I'll stop drinking now, and then the next day I'd wake up and start it all over again. Yeah. Um, but this time in Grand Rapids, I just got completely hammered, and then called my now-beautiful wife, Danielle, and then just was like, you know, you're cheating on me! Why aren't you answering the phone? Are you Um, out fucking somebody? It's like, no, it's four in the morning. I'm asleep, you a-hole. You know, it's like... Um, and then I remember I walked over to the sink and I smashed my head on the sink and I came to in a puddle of blood and it was like yeah this is I've had enough maybe this is not the best but how were the shows great shows man (laughs) great shows great shows I did have I had to go get stitches in my head and then like uh, the next night I'm doing a show and some audience what's wrong with your head really really that's appropriate to yell out at a person Uh, and then I got what uh, was at the time like a nine minute bit that I improvised that night about smashing my head and uh that was a, that was a staple to part of the Pardo show for a little while. <laughs> That's, good. That's great. So that That's woman heckling me who I'm mad at to this day I'm still mad at because yeah. who yells that out? What if it was like this weird thing yeah. what's wrong with my head? I don't know. I've had that since I was born. A hole.
0: It's yeah. so funny yeah. to be it's so funny to be a, a sober I mean I don't miss drinking uh, at ever, all. Right? Ever. I don't miss it at all. Yeah. I mean it was it was I did it I did it enough for three lifetimes. I don't I honestly when I look back and I, I kind of go like, well, I could drink all the time or I could have a life and a career, and I'd rather have a life and a career, so I'm fine without it. That's where we differ. But, uh, <laughs> I'd rather eat hammered right now. But I think funny. I can
2: pull off both and everyone's going to be like, how does he do it? You what know, a, a balancing <laughs> act. What a balancing <laughs> he has it act. it all.
0: He's he the most <laughs> successful boozer I've ever <laughs> it's, it's But it's funny because of what we do, we're essentially going and performing in bars. Mm-hmm. And so to stop drinking, and then, then but then just have to be in it all the time is is really um it's a fascinating dynamic it is but the longer you're away from it the more you and the more at least the more i am like i'm happy every I, day i zip out of there pretty quickly I, I i yeah i don't hang around I, either you know if there's a if there's a late movie
1: showing i will Go see that movie. You know, if there's a ten o'clock or a nine forty, yeah, maybe nine fifty. These are all options, guys. <laughs> On showtimes. times. <laughs> Wait, nine fifty five? Yeah. Oh, you know what, Chris, 9 Nine fifty
2: five. I'll go to that movie. We're breaking all the rules. You know, rules. I used to work at a theater. There's no such thing as a nine fifty five. Is that showing. true? Yeah,
1: no, that's a denial. Board, you, can't, you can't. say that. No, I you can't. You can't blanket with that. No. You sure about that? No, oh, I've been to a nine fifty five.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've been think to at least it. one or two nine 9.55s. It.
1: Oh, I guarantee. No, I feel like that. Show me the stubs. I think that's a show me the
0: stubs.
2: I'm more happy. This is a, this stuff. is a movie audit,
0: guys. <laughs> guys, it's a good thing I brought my Stubbs wallet. <laughs> I have a wallet devoted just to ticket stubs of movies I've seen. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got it at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. In Austin, Texas.
0: <laughs> it's made of barbecue brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, delicious! <laughs> it is delicious. A, a oh, wallet. unfortunately, all the stubs are soggy. Oh. This was a poorly engineered bit. <laughs> uh, I don't think it is, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, that always that was that always kind of helped me. Like that was a light that went off that was very helpful to me. What? That helped me kind of stay. Yeah, because, you know, if, if, when when you're, when you're sort of a newly born sober person Mm -hmm. and, you know, like AA doesn't work for you and then you've had it in your head, like, well, that's the thing that's going to cure me, even though that's not really how it works. You don't know that at the time and that's not working for you, then it's very easy just to go, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go drink again. Right, sure. So just to hear, like, well, you don't have to, oh, wow, what an interesting concept. Are you comfortable with me saying then that I was your sponsor? (laughs) <laughs> because I'm going to start telling people,
1: you know, I was Chris Harwick's sponsor. Yeah. You should say that. Yeah, I'm going to say it. And by sponsor, I mean I'm going to give you a couple bucks for this podcast. I appreciate up. that. I think yeah. for great. you to mention my name once, I appreciate that. I think it'd be that.
2: great if uh, if you were the sponsor of someone in AA, they would have to like you know deck out their car, <laughs> with your face on, sure. it and your name. Tonight's uh, a, Tonight's Sobriety
0: yeah, Share is brought to you by Jimmy Pardo. Uh, check out Jimmy Pardo <laughs> I just check like out, check out Never enough. Not Funny. Like uh, <laughs> anyhow, my uncle.
1: And then oh, they go right. Into they go right back into the. Oh boy, I don't want to be
0: a sponsor associated with that program. Jimmy's really responsible. Not like my father, who did not raise me well at all.
1: Uh, Never again. Never not funny
0: at (laughs) podcast.com. Never not funny. (laughs) Close it up. Now, I want you guys to know this share is never going to be funny, but something that is never not funny is Jimmy Pardo. (laughs) It's never funny to roll your car in a ditch over uh, an animal and a couple children, but what is never not funny is Jimmy Pardo at podcast.com. People, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I gotta listen to that. Wow. Hey, where's the coffee and cigarette? Seamless, <laughs> seamless. Can I just have coffee? Can I just have coffee cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> just stir it in your coffee. Just, yeah. just pour the tobacco in right, your fucking than coffee. Ki- tobacco breath. I mean, it's. it's, it's <laughs> I think we'll tobacco. all agree it's just like hickory smoked kisses. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, I was but your show is you. You. Your show is. Your show has continued to. I think do you say you really think the show's plateaued, or were you being facetious?
1: No, I meant. Uh, um, audience wise
0: audience wise audience
1: wise we kind of you know the uh, us charging uh kind of plateaued it. we don't do you know we don't get the numbers that you guys get uh or the you know comedy death rate and all that you know we you know we're you know we're in the top 30 uh on iTunes and you know you, you guys are you know with Corolla and all those guys are in the top 5, five top 10 um, because our audience is you know cut in half basically right. and we don't really add as many as 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 you could because you know we have this 20 minute limit of a sure. show Sure, so sure. Um, you know, while it, you know it, it's helpful in that we're making a nice piece of change from it, you know we're, we you know we don't grow as much as as other shows. Do you
2: find yourself uh, making the first twenty minutes a little top heavy, just to, in an effort to make it seem more interesting, or I do you just not care? I
1: don't. You know, I, I just come in and do the show. Yeah. and um, you know, if the first twenty minutes is great, it's great. So, sometimes the first twenty minutes is slow. You know, then yeah. like literally at the twenty-one minute mark, it kicks in, and then <laughs> are like, "I think he does it on purpose." Yeah, sure, I do. <laughs> yes, I'm that smart. <laughs> and yeah. there's, wait, hang on, wait, clock funny. Way done. <laughs> come on, guys, let's really <laughs> kick it. Uh, All right,
0: you guys are paying for this shit now. Yeah, come on. Please. I didn't give you that fucking uh, out of the jar shit that I gave right. to everybody else in the I first passed twenty forward. minutes. I
2: fast forward through the first twenty minutes right. of every show.
0: Ugh. But you guys have had a lot of, you know, the, the show. The show's been through a lot of changes, and 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 I, you know, I hope. That I can respectfully say that I I thought the way you handled Andrew's death was really it was it was rough. That was It was, rough. It was a rough time, that and was, and you guys handled it yeah. really well. I mean, a lot of people. If I mean, if they listen to Jimmy Show, they don't know, but Daniel's brother Andrew Koenig mm-hmm. um, committed suicide a couple of years ago.
1: Yes, uh, last year. And, and last he, year. was it just last year? Yeah, yeah February yeah. of uh,
0: two thousand ten. And and so he was a very integral part of your show. He
1: was uh, the video producer and. um, mm. Uh, you know, very strong voice on the show. He, he he had become part of the program, you yeah. Know, where he had his uh, crazy liberal hippie uh, political views, yeah, that uh, he would jump in with, and I would pretend to get irate about them. But <laughs> but he's he was just mer- a sweetheart, uh, but he, a, a great guy. And uh, you know, it, it was interesting having that platform to be able to talk about my feelings uh, was amazing. I mean, I'm not I don't, don't want to make it about me, but it was amazingly helpful to be able to. You know, just kind of walk in and talk into a microphone and get, you know, all my. Um, I'm actually getting choked up now talking about it, but to just be able to spill my guts into a microphone and people are listening, great if they're not, great too. The people who yeah. understand because they understand they the relationship and they were a part of it. It was really, it really was a, a interesting to be part of a community that rallied around danielle and myself and you know to a lesser extent but it's still important you know matt belknap who was certainly part of it I and mean, you know yeah. you know it was me matt and andrew we were the three you know never not funny guys and yeah. and um at that point and um so you know it was hard for matt too so you know, to come in and be able to just again share our feelings on on, on a you know podcast it was you know really mm. uh
0: I can't even think of the word but uh it helpful I'm well i went to, to this yeah. i i went to the service yes, and you did. uh and it was the service was beautiful and and really simple and sweet and 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 funny at at, at times mm-hmm. danielle who ran ran the service uh was i mean I, I i hope this doesn't sound i hope this doesn't sound inhuman when I say this but she was hilarious. Like in, in that situation still had the presence of mind to like, Hey, you know what? We're celebrating someone's life and right. You know, it, we don't all have to, you know, it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. We can really celebrate this. And, and she, it was, it was so well run. It was beautiful. It she was did, absolutely beautiful. We did.
1: I, I appreciate you saying that she, she did a terrific job and I, you know, we invited um, just a handful of we actually, we, what we did was we invited uh, people that, L- like Andrew, like yourself, and mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Gilmartin Martin, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, other close friends of people that that clicked with Andrew in some way. Yeah, and um, so you know it was uh, our, our people that I knew. It was a really small group of people that were there, but again, they had to have some sort of connection to Andrew. It wasn't like we just opened it up. To, sure, hey, we're celebrating is uh, you know right. not celebrating, but you know commemorating. Uh, but I remember Danielle did here. You know, I, they asked me to speak at it, and I. um uh, I didn't want to because I thought I had gotten everything out on the podcast. And then it was like, no, nah, I, I, I do want to. I do want to speak on his behalf while I'm here. And I, 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 Danielle went up and it was amazingly funny mm-hmm. and loving and, and pointed, everything was perfect about it. And I remember my first line was, oh, I didn't know we could be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I and like, I had to shift gears because <laughs> it was like, I felt like, oh, now I'm going to look like the. You know, I always hate when comics try to look fake maudlin or you know right. fake uh sincere not that i would have been fake but i always think like like when people would used to go on like bill maher's show comics would go on it's like but you know you're still a comic right right I mean, yeah. you're not a pundit right. stop acting that way be funny right uh with your views mm-hmm. uh quit trying to prove you're smart because you understand that one law um so i kind of feel that way about funerals too and 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 memorials um like we're we're still our, ourselves and so to go up and be this fake you know you know you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. Andrew was a guy who was like, that wouldn't have been me. So, but I would have done it. You know, right? So when she was funny, it was like, oh, thank God, yeah. we could just be people here.
0: This is yeah. what, what a relief, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful day, and I appreciate and, you saying so. And people laughed in it, and they had mm-hmm. and they had fun. It was really nice. I
1: also think that was a release too. Like, oh, we can. This is not all right sadness. You know, I mean, it is. It's horrible. There's nothing worse than it. But it's like we are here to commemorate. His yeah. life, not to just dwell on.
0: Well, then, and the thing, the thing with comedy and laughter is like it is a tension release, mm-hmm. and it's not like you guys had been laughing the whole time. I'm sure it was the most unimaginably it was painful two weeks of my life. Exactly, I mean, it was just awful. And so, you know, we, I, I feel like if we don't laugh at things, you fucking die. Like you just yeah. die because you. You ha- know,
1: I feel the same way. Uh, uh, this is uh, going a different direction, but I feel the same way about weddings. Like whenever you go to a wedding and it's that person's big day. And, like, there's a little snafu. Like, the, guy, the, the the uncle gets up to do his speech at the, in the church, and he can't find his papers. And everybody panics.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know,
1: oh, where are the papers for
0: Uncle Don? This day has to be, the, be perfect.
1: Where are the papers? It's like, I can't find the papers. Just say you can't find it. Yeah. And everybody would go, ah, oh, Uncle Don. I can't yeah. find the papers. And everybody would relax.
0: People get so obsessed. Don sort of Pardo's your uncle. Yes. Oh, no, <laughs> shit. That's not perfect. My, we're not talking about me. <laughs> that's uh I'm not really mad. That is amazing. Uh, that I mean, that people. The thing about perfection is that things that are imperfect are usually better and funnier. Like, how many times in a show have you like fucked up a bit, but then you got like five new minutes out Absolutely. of it, or you were able to spin it in a way like so much better? Yeah, so much better than just everything being super slick and exactly the way it should be. And that's
1: why I feel like, like I, said, I keep going back to weddings. I, I, you just it, you'll have a story. Hey, remember the time Uncle Don screwed everything up, and then you you could laugh about it. And then, but if you're so stressed out, oh, you, you ruined my day. Yeah, no, he didn't. It, yeah, it was literally ten seconds. And if he would just laugh, if everybody would have just laughed about it, there's more tension in the room from about not laughing at it, right. Than if you would just laugh at it. I'm Dr. Jimmy. to give me a call <laughs> here. Five nine one rock. I saw I
2: saw this uh, this photo set online recently. Of a, there were this people trying to get married on the end of this little dock in a lake, and it was very you know picturesque and beautiful the dock just fucking collapses and uh, everyone's like screaming and looking horrified, but then like the shots after that is everyone's soaking wet, smiling right. and hugging each other. Right? And, I was, and I was like, this is one of the most beautiful things I've seen because I was expecting everyone to just like be like bummed out and everyone was just, you know, it's a funny thing that happened. Now there's something quite, you know,
0: extraordinary that happened
2: at their wedding sure. that didn't happen at a lot of other people's wedding. And Tom Bergeron gave him $10,000. <laughs> 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 here's one of
0: my, here's my favorite Jimmy Pardo moments. It's so my favorite Jimmy Pardo moments. Um, oh no in two early 2004, Oh my God, you know the date For a brief period of time, uh I was uh, dating a young woman by the name of Lisa Loeb. Oh boy I remember that <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Oh, I so, totally forgot. It. So I see Jimmy at the. So Lisa was opening for Hart at uh, at the Greek Theater. Yeah, and so I went because we were kind of dating, and you know, so I went. Yeah. And Lisa opened for them, and you know, she. It was like it was summer, or like early in the summer, maybe, or, or earlier in the year. Basically, it was. She went on stage when it was still light outside. It couldn't be brighter. It was bright Might as well. Going on at noon, it was not so a, bright. <laughs> not a lot of people there yet. You know, uh, it was still you know, but she played, and you know, I, it was great. And, and I see Jimmy Pardo there, and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy is a huge Hart fan, and rightfully so, because that's the first time I'd ever seen Hart live. And fucking Ann Wilson's Ugh. voice, I've, I'd never appreciated the song "Alone" that night from the from the from the album "Bad Animals" uh, until I saw her do it live. It was mind
1: blowing that woman's voice. Yes, and by the way, I've seen them a, uh, probably a dozen times, never better than that night. Wow. That was that night. Was the Heart concert? She was amazing
0: that night. I mean, so relaxed and the voice that just flows out—it was stunning. So I see, so I see Jimmy at this concert. A uh, couple days later, we're at M-Bar. I see him in the parking lot, and he, <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I didn't know you were a Heart fan." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Heart. Yeah, it's not like we showed up for Lisa Loeb." <laughs> and so, and so, without missing a beat, and I didn't care without missing a beat. I go, "Oh, you know, we're dating." And I've never seen Jimmy Pardo backpedal. What did I say? You were just like, ah, oh, well, I mean, uh, you know, um, I mean, not that it was bad. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I just, uh, I mean, you know, it's because of heart. I mean, I don't, but I've <laughs> never, it was so, and I didn't care, but it was, I think it was just a moment of like, for once, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to make him speechless. Oh, well, and you, 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 A, you managed to do it.
1: <laughs> B, the, here's the weird part. And here's, here's what I even hate about myself. And I for that didn't whole give thing. a shit. I didn't care. But here's why I cared. I like Lisa Loeb. Yeah. I enjoyed Lisa Loeb. It was one of those jokes, like, I was so desperate to be funny. Right. That, like, I, I wasn't even, like, I was like, we didn't go to see Lisa Loeb. Yeah. But like, I kind of did. Yeah. I, came, I went to see Hart and Lisa Loeb. I went to see that show. I like Lisa Loeb. I think she's a great singer-songwriter. Um, so it, I was so desperate. for. The, so that's why part of it that back. was... such a fun was, moment. Oh, no. Everything went wrong. Yeah, I, I know. I, I did a joke that wasn't necessary. It's a joke that's not true.
0: Yeah. And it's your girlfriend. Oh, mwah, I've, mwah. Had, I've had so many of those i had so many of those moments too where you just go, Well, I just gotta be funny. It's the same as dropping the pager, like, I didn't have to do that. I was right. just oh, just trying to get some attention. But it was a it was a wonderful moment. And I, I always I always loved how human it I don't know, it was a very it was a very nice moment. And I never cared. It wasn't like, Well, how could you say that about you know? Uh but that it was, was just a joke. I know it was fun. It was it was, it was super super fucking I feel fun. Like everybody, <laughs> <So> <laughs> everybody. There's some artists I don't care for, and I'll talk about. <laughs> them. You're a big classic rock fan. I am. Yeah,
1: sure. Love it. Ooh. That's my nerd. Hey, that's my nerd thing, guys. Hey,
3: look at me. I'm tying it in. Jimmy Pardo has a tattoo. What? That? What's up? That's, you have a tattoo? Yeah, I got two tattoos. What? I had what no is it? idea. What
1: is it? Yeah, I've, uh, I made a couple mistakes. You you wear, it's you're a, wearing short
3: sleeves. Is it the?
1: Is it the Bad Animals album cover? Ah. No, uh, I have a uh, shark on this uh, my right arm and I have a uh, you know this you were at Parkcastathon when uh, they paid people bid uh, a lot of money for charity if I would show my tattoos. Oh. Did you oh yeah there's a shark. this is a shark uh, there that's a shark. Oh, Jesus, yeah. On that yeah. side, and then this is an anchor with my son's name on it, and a target uh, Band-Aid, because I got a flu shot today. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, yeah.
0: They, they give you a shot right in the anchor? Yeah, I'm getting tetanus from the anchor. I think that's oh. actually what they're <laughs> talking Jimmy, you're not supposed to use a real anchor. It's just what? supposed to be a drawing of an Whoa, anchor. Oh, you no
1: know, wonder my arm's so heavy. Yeah.
0: No <laughs> wonder I'm bent over, my spine's breaking in half. <laughs> oh, I'm not bright. You know, you know what you should do is uh, <laughs> you should show me a tattoo and go, I'm a real big fan of John Oliver, because <laughs> it just says Oliver.
2: I'm <laughs> a little big fan of the Oliver Platt.
1: I love love Oliver Platt. That's, that was my joke about why we named my son Oliver. I love Oliver oh, really? Twist. <laughs> why did you, you just pick Oliver?
2: I'm a character actor Oliver Platt.
1: I think he's terrific. Why, yeah.
2: His work in uh, Murphy Brown. Was I love Murphy Brown. Wasn't he like the painter in her house? No, that was
3: Robert. No, that was Robert. Oh, shit. He was an eraser. Robert? Guillaume. No. Yes. That nope, was Benson. It was Guillaume wasn't oh, By
1: the way, I knew, for the record, I knew it was not Robert Guillaume.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody going, I do really think it was Robert Guillaume. No, he didn't. He sure doesn't know it was Robert. Yeah. So it like He's Robert dumb, Pascarelli. Or Robert yeah, Pascarelli. Robert yeah, Pascarelli. Yeah, yeah. And then he pascarelli
1: <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, folks? Come on. Oh, Ladies Podcast. and gentlemen, 5 one com. Come
2: on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of humor. Sadly, that is the kind of humor. Sadly. <laughs>
2: I got tattoo. I got a penguin. What do you got? Penguin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it.
1: You know, Andy Daly has a penguin.
2: Really? He has Chili Willy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, mine's like a like a like a happy feet type of uh, No, like it's like a South African jackass penguin. It looks like uh, a
0: textbook. It looks like a yeah. painting of a like, penguin. It's
2: like what you see like a like figure a penguin, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real big right here. And what made you get it? Uh it's my favorite album. Uh, album? Your favorite album? album i love that one yeah, penguins yeah, yeah. aren't
0: albums jonah penguins are animals it's uh there's a lot of beautiful uh, albums in the album kingdom yeah yeah, yeah.
2: no it's uh <laughs> it's my favorite animal and The penguin yeah that that specific penguin what, what do you love about it the, the, it was like you know it, there was a place near my town in hawaii called a uh a, a sea life park and they had two penguins and um I got, I would go all the time just to see the penguin show, or they would just play, and they just did. You look awesome. at him and go,
0: "You don't belong here in Hawaii either." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they did
2: though; they're warm water penguins. They're like they're from the you know South Africa. It's not yeah. it's not too cold over there.
0: All right, mm. just trying to connect with you, Jonah.
2: Yeah, hey, hey, hey. You, heard um,
0: him. you heard him and penguins and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <they> got- <laughs> um, I
2: just like, and I always you know I uh, I always wanted a tattoo, and I just figured that was a it was a good time to get one. Because I'm an adult and I, I can't regret it that much.
0: I have passed the tattoo age. I
3: can't. No, do it. no, I, don't I think I so.
2: I got mine at 41. Did you really? Yeah. Both of them? Oh
1: yeah. Wow. Oh, I had a uh, uh, I, nervous breakdown. Is a too extreme of a phrase. <laughs> but uh, this is this is weird. After my son was born, um, I kind of went through a oh my god, what I'm now a dad and and life is different mm-hmm. and. Uh, I ever done anything crazy with my life, you yeah. know, except choose to go into stand-up comedy and tour the country in my car. So you got the tattoos, and, you got your cock pierced, you fucked a cocktail waitress. I well, I did the uh, the third I did prior to my marriage. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, good. And a lot of them. Yes. Uh, I've got the diseases. Podcast dot com. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I got the I got the t- I got the shark. Um, because uh, it's my favorite uh, Yeah. Uh, 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 you know. Wow. Thing. It says
2: a lot about each of our personalities. Yes,
1: I want to attack you and you are a flightless bird. <laughs> so that would be your what uh, <laughs> watch what happens, Jonah. So that so the shark would be your patronus. I don't know what that
0: means. <laughs> no Harry Potter. I don't know what we at, at all. I don't know. Wait a minute, guys. You're supposed to back me up on this. Now I, you're I, turning I, on me. I've only seen like one of them. Podcast.com. Patronas is like a spirit animal that comes out of your wand and protects you no, from the dementia's kiss. You just
2: call it a spirit animal.
0: Well, yeah, but that's not as fun. My as spirit going. animal is a dream catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got tattoos at 41. That's that's crazy. So I
1: got the shark. Got the shark. And as my wife likes to say, because she and my uh, beautiful son came with me. I think my son was three months old. And uh, she had to go out and she said, I never felt, uh, never had a bigger white trash moment than breastfeeding my son in the car while my husband got a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Of a shark. Of a shark. And uh, so I had that done. And then uh, I kind of got the jazz for tattoos and i kind of felt like well this one's lonely and at the time it didn't have water it was just a shark and it was like i gotta get another one so i went in to get the anchor with my son's name on it which is really what i should have done in the first place i should have just got
0: the anchor with my son's name or just name your son shark
1: that would have been another option yeah Yeah. um uh so i went and got this one uh which is um oh i don't know a scale of one to 10 a 10 is way too big uh it's huge (laughs) it's ridiculous i wish i would have got a subtle anchor and then uh, I was like, eh, "Now the shark looks weird with because uh, this one's so damn big." So then I went back and had
2: the water added to the shark. Yeah, I think tattoos only really look good when they're big. I like don't... a little tattoo, it's kind of prison that's style. That's what the
1: guy said. He goes, "It's yeah. prison or ladylike if you get a small one." Yeah. So nice. uh,
2: I believed him. I think I think it looks great. I think those are great tattoos. Now we're talking.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Now we're fucking. Talking. That's coming from a young hip kid.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're not as
2: young as you
0: think you are. Right? No, no, I'm almost thirty.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, you're your 20, Still in your twenties. Twenty-nine
0: this 29. year. Yeah, yeah great.
1: Happy birthday! birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I saw Jonah do some standing up comedy the other night. Terrific. Uh, oh, he's a he's wow. a gem. Did a great job. Thank he's you. a gem on stage. Funny, nice likable. As a, if I may, as a guy that doesn't see you perform quite a bit, uh, it seems as if you're taking it seriously these days. Uh, Maybe, (laughs) maybe you were not five years ago. Is that is that safe to say? Yeah, that's that's very very safe assumption. You can see it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm complimenting. I know that sounded like I was
2: crap. No, that's great. I was doing it for a long time. Then I saw a lot of my friends getting better, and um, and I also like you know five years ago I started writing on more shows, and I was like you know this is enough for me. But I would still do stand up. And, and then I would get really resentful towards myself because I was like, why am I even still doing it? I'm clearly not taking it seriously. And then I would feel bad about it and I wouldn't write as much as I should. Yeah. Right. Now I, I, I had a lot of, like, in the past, like, year or year or two. And the, I and the, and the, and the Meltdown
0: show has been helpful because you have a good stage to go up all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. But
2: I never develop anything on there just because I'm hosting. Right. You know? uh, that's, that's the that's, best place to develop it. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I host it with Kumel Nanjiani. No, you can't develop anything
1: with him around. <laughs>
2: Boy, Where are you going, Maddie? Yeah. Out of you. Uh, my graphics. Okay, buddy. Um, oh, do you um, need to Matt? But thanks. No, that, Matt's that, got to tackle the show. No, I, I have been trying. It, and,
1: it, yeah. it, it, it was a terrific set. And, uh, somebody else I know that uh, saw you recently said, uh, "You know, we had a great set it's Jonah Ray," and it was like, uh, "No, you're mispronouncing somebody." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, uh, <laughs> no, that became
2: this my stigma for so even really early on because I just you know I I was started hanging out and doing shows with you know at the M-Bar so soon and I didn't, wasn't prepared for the upkeep of writing new material, right. and, and then I, I, I just had a stigma placed on me by everybody. It's like, oh, he just has the same jokes all the time. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't remember that stigma. I just uh, yeah. didn't care for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's not how
0: I'm glad you guys are working yeah, yeah. this out now.
2: Well, Boris Hamilton. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: I know Boris very well. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! Those we, old those old M Bar shows and the 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 old Gypsy Cafe shows we used to do. I never do those. You do, Danielle did. Danielle did. Uh, Jimmy Dore did. I
1: that was in my. I'm I'm a headliner from the road, man. I'm not doing open mics. Yeah. I was. I I had some
0: really weird bravado uh, arrogance. About no, I me. understand though. It's it, it like something changes when you go on the road and you get paid to do comedy in front of real people, it becomes like, I don't I mean, I, you know, I've been go. I've been occasionally doing Matt's open mic Sunday nights at Meltdown That is great. But, but in general, like I wouldn't, I at this point in my life, I probably wouldn't go just do an open mic. I mean I did for years, but yeah, well, but they, I, they, I, I, I understand. Understand. 16 years ago, though. but it's also yeah. but it's also because you know, sometimes, like an open mic if you're, you know, if you're a young comic, it's invaluable. You need to be getting up on stage as much as possible. You need to be hearing yourself tell jokes out loud. You need to be feeling that connection to the stage and having a mic but when you've been doing comedy for a long time it's there's like a diminishing returns point yes. where it's like well they're not gonna laugh at stuff maybe that the crowd in uh, milwaukee is gonna laugh at it's just a different dynamic mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah i i 100 agree and, and and at the time for me uh i was getting enough stage time on the road yeah so i didn't feel i needed stage time here i, I was like well I, and i have already got my group of friends so i don't need to go there to make friends so i'm just gonna stay home and drink yeah. Um you you guys go and do that. Yeah. Uh I wish I would have done it though. I wish I would have gone and uh you know,
0: been part of the that camaraderie and uh, You're welcome uh, at the meltdown anytime, my friend. Uh, yeah.
1: Not so much now, guys. Okay. Todd will be there tonight on <laughs> glass. Oh no. No, th- tonight's the wrong night for me then. No, you don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't like to see uh, my jokes being done by other guys.
2: You <laughs> Todd, Todd is
1: but. Todd Todd glass and I work out at the same gymnasium and we insist
0: gymnasium do you guys right. go in the yeah, in yeah. the Borders. tights no shirts mm. curly yeah, Q mustaches like, the, the uh, no, we got the shirts big, on we got the uh, <laughs> bare knuckle
2: boxing yeah, yeah. Uh, no they just they lift those weights with the, just the big uh, spheres <laughs> uh, yeah. oh yeah,
1: yeah. Spheres yeah. yeah. The we do that we, the we big put, put on our, uh, those leather uh, the belts that uh, shake our weight those, up those uh, yeah. knee high
0: boots yep yeah
1: good you guys should
0: come you guys will love it go down to the pier it's over there
2: down the boardwalk go out to the boardwalk
1: and punch each other in the neck we finish up we have a couple of ciggy butts and then
0: we head on with our lives we get a hot dog down at the pier <laughs> we get on the roller coaster. Uh, we go do some illegal gambling. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Todd steals his
0: jokes. And then Todd
2: steals his jokes. It's yeah. a, nice <laughs> that, his jokes.
1: Yeah. a horrible uh, thing to say. I was just said it for humor. Uh, but we always... <laughs> I, you can see that it's in our eyes like I'll see him on a treadmill, and it's like I immediately have to go. What's the bit? What, what's the bit? What am I, I going to do to make him laugh? And, and it always really ends up with us yelling at each other at the top of our lungs in the gym while everybody stares at us like, why is this happening? <laughs> and then somebody will go, "You guys are kidding, right? I, I, I'm not kidding. Maybe he is." And then people are like always look at us, and then it, 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 uh, That's that's
2: that's something that um like uh it going to Montreal where you're waiting in customs and you have that zigzagging yeah, line yeah. full of comics full of people in comedy and it's just you have to keep on doing the <laughs> every time you pass the right. person and, and yeah. but it just
1: goes on for an hour. You know what's the same is when you're on the uh, when you're on the uh, like if you're coming down a uh, like Highland Boulevard is the perfect example because there's so many stoplights or any busy Great place to fair. choke on a sandwich by the I way. I had a tough time last night. Uh, <laughs> Could have used some more traffic last night for help. Uh, when you when you pull up next to somebody you know and then you, you, you oh hey and you wave to each other now you're stuck in traffic bumper to yeah, bumper so like yeah. every time you Come pull up again next to the window. Hey, wacky bit. Hi. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do a little. Oh, I'm going w- w- on the window. Now I'm laying down in my seat.
0: And like, it's the same thing. You have to continue yeah. the bit until yeah, 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 should the be bit some... I always
2: do is uh, I'm ignoring you. I don't see you. Oh, oh I don't like that bit. There at all. should yeah.
0: be a word <laughs> or a hand motion that's, that basically people understand to mean I acknowledge you. I have nothing further to say. Right. We are going to go about our day now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like flarb or whatever it is. There should be some yes. word. That you can, that people just know, okay, okay, done. No more pressure. We're both funny guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't Let's worry about it. It's not yes. a problem anymore. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. perform for me. Flarb. I don't have to perform for you. We can just yeah. live our lives. It was nice seeing you. Flarb. Oh, Flarb, Flarb. to you, too. Flarb. And then you walk away.
1: I feel Flarb. much better. This Let's was great. It. Flarb. This is yeah. a good Flarb. Now, right. guys, I don't know anything about I know you guys
2: have a, some sort of
1: merchandising uh, page over at that nerdist.com. That's right, my friend. Uh, you got to get your flarb shirts going. We have to get the flarb yeah, yeah. shirts going right? immediately. Flarb little,
2: uh, when you've said enough. A
1: little yep. talk bubble. Yeah. Flarb. <laughs> so the flarb t shirt. just Flarb <laughs> on the front. If it's on back, your... when you say enough. Nerdist 2011. <laughs> wow. <laughs> guys, now listen, I want in on this. I, I, you know, listen. listen. It's only he made
0: up. I made flarb. the idea up
1: of making it into a, a t shirt. Excuse me, guys. You made
0: up t shirts. Excuse me. I made up the flarb t shirt. <laughs> Guys, can I just say one thing? Yes. Flarb. See, now we're done with it.
1: All right. Well, sorry, man, if we're keeping you awake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt's that's glasses timing. off. Glasses <laughs> off. Just little slits for eyes right now. I just could not be more tired. I'm just so exhausted. Attack of the uh, Show is is a good job for Matthew, but it is sapping every bit of energy he has. Uh, okay. It is a it is a full time job. Yeah, I,
3: I literally have a graphic session happening right now until midnight or something like that. You want to go over there? No. Okay. <laughs> you got an update on that ball game? Uh, oh, you got to go, Jonathan. Yeah, the Braves are okay. in the 11th inning.
1: Oh, that means that those other that other team tied it up. Cardinals,
0: no,
3: no Cardinals. No, neither. I mean, uh, yeah, Cardinals yeah, they're, playing, yeah, they're uh, still Astros. a half game. It's what about the, game uh, the White Cardinals. Shoes? Uh, hey. Red Sox still ahead by one run. Rain delay. Hey, what hey. about uh, the Devil Rays? Lost, right? Devil Rays. Uh, by the way, they're not called the Devil Rays anymore. Is it? You know my the, favorite uh, part is all the uh, uh,
2: past sports stats you guys are doing when someone eventually listens to this. What I like <laughs> is you shutting up. He's got your time.
0: Hey guys, <laughs> Flarb. Oh,
2: I'm yeah. back, I'm Jamie. Back. I was really looking forward to having you on the podcast, but this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, that, wait, that
1: was a double-handed compliment,
2: uh, right? I was really looking forward to you, and this I wasn't. Has been a lot I of wasn't. Fun. I wasn't looking forward to it. Oh, you weren't. I was just back. trying to pull a fun. mean, mean joke well, to you, you. Did it, and it I hurt?
1: misunderstood it. Yes, and I took it as a compliment. Jonah's yeah. not used to someone biting smart. back.
2: Not.
0: He's With not it. used to someone biting Person back.
1: is
2: docile.
0: Some, yeah, yeah exactly. So this is good. This is a good dynamic for you guys. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Um, well, we're we're at our hour, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> that's does, only been an hour? Yeah. 68 minutes. How long? 68 14, 15, Did 16, I thought we were about 90 minutes. So I'm not kidding.
1: No. It was a really I, I mean that complimentary. I mean it it oh. flew by, but I, I know thought it was, was a with, lot longer
3: than this. No, no, no. What what does does that 68 say? minutes. That's not a good know, thing. No, that's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Felt like longer.
0: Yeah, yeah that's yeah, never a good thing. But I mean that complimentary.
2: That's a weird thing.
0: We enjoyed yeah. our time. This feels like it sucked more of my life. Here's, I mean that as a here, compliment. You know, we're we making, we're gonna
3: if we keep on talking about this, it will be ninety-five. There minutes. was so much yep. enjoyment that it felt like ninety minutes.
0: Until well, you have now. a family to get to. Matt's got to get to a graphic session. You've got to get to your to your meltdown show. Yep. Um. I weirdly really don't have anywhere to be tonight. Come by the show. I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. Come by the show. I might come by the show. Get me a sandwich. Go to meltdown. Okay. I'm going to get you a sandwich. You have to promise not to eat it on Highland Boulevard. You remember what happened to young Jimmy Pardo? (laughs) Young Jimmy Pardo. They didn't survive. Thank you for having me. Jimmy, it was great to have you here. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. And hey,
3: Flarb. If you got 20 bucks, buy the podcast.
0: I said Flarb!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy
0: your burrito. This episode of Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by GoToMyPC. Stay connected with GoToMyPC, the missing link that turns your iPad into your computer. Download the free app and visit gotomypc.com for your free 30 day trial. Make sure to enter the promo code NERDIST.
1: Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate stable city
2: on earth, a haven amidst the wreckage. Here,